0: Is there a desire in you to not just attend Revival, but live in Revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in Revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many Revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of Revival on a daily basis. Gentlemen, welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. We are on episode 162 with my good friend, none other than jenny weaver jenny how are you doing tonight
1: i'm doing amazing i'm super excited about being on i can't believe it's almost the end of the year and this is going to be so powerful
0: i'm excited to have you on now you guys all know jenny is no guest she's family here she pretty much is part of you know she's a channel founder pretty much because she's been on the podcast no did we lose her there she is. she's back okay we lost you for a second the devil's a liar but she's been on the podcast now for sure officially more than any other guest so you guys know I keep bringing her back on. I love her ministry. I love her husband. I love what God is doing. I follow them very closely. I just, I honestly can't say enough good things about you. People don't even dare try to say anything negative about you to me. People are like, do you have people ever say anything? No, they don't even think about it because I will smack them right back into the hole they came out of. I, I just won't tolerate none of it. I love what God is doing in your ministry. And so I'm, I'm grateful. I honor you. I honor your time. I'm grateful that you'd be on. I know you're extremely busy. And so thank you for being on tonight. It's going to be a great night. And I told her this. I said, Jenny, you already know when me and you get together. It's a flow. So, hey, we're going to be in the middle of the teaching, praying for you guys. We'll prophesy, whatever. It might not yeah. even get into teaching. We might just start having a prayer meeting and praying for you guys. I just Ooh. thought it's the end of the year. I want to go into 2024 right. I talked last night about coming out of spiritual attacks. I want to go into 2024 free, healed, delivered, whole, and just in the power of the Spirit. So that's what we're believing for tonight. We were believing to end this year. It's the last podcast of the year, end this year just fully healed, fully delivered, on fire for God, passionate about God, believing for our friends and family to be saved. And, anyways, it's going to be a great night. Jenny, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much. I absolutely love you, the family, the girls, Alyssa, everybody. It's been years since we've known you. And I can tell you the same. We feel the same. Nobody brings anything to our door about Isaiah. Don't play with us about Isaiah. I don't know about everybody else, but don't play with us about Isaiah. The whole core group knows that. Um, And because we honor the gift of God that you are to the body of Christ you are an honorable man. You are a true uh, prophetic voice. I believe that God is literally giving you a prophetic voice. You are just the real deal. And and for Stephen and I, we are we are big supporters and you're one of our favorite people to listen to like just in general Thank you. like you know I'm I'm always on the stream. As soon as I'm done with my 2-hour class, you're still over here yeah. going live. <laughs> so, I'm always on here catching up. I was watching your podcast um even in the airport yesterday and just such amazing content. We just love you.
0: Thank you so much, Jenny. I really appreciate that. And again, same goes for you guys. And some of you that are like, oh, you guys are puffing each other up. This is called friendship. This is called family. She's my sister in the body of Christ. And you really honestly... Uh, next year, find some friends that are going to bring push you up and not bring you down. Find some friends that will build you up, encourage you. You need to be around people that encourage you. I know people get mad when we encourage each other. And uh, don't get mad that you don't have any friends like that. I'm sorry to tell you. I know a couple call-out videos are like, they're always puffing each other up. It's called encouragement. It's called building up. And we uh-huh. genuinely... When we are doing ministry together, I had I heard one person say, you know, all these people use each other for their platforms. And I thought about this, man, we are genuinely brothers and sisters. We're the body of Christ. And I genuinely believe in what you're doing in your ministry. And I want to see God move and I want to see it grow. And, and so to have you on to pour into my audience, and we have a lot of crossover audience, it's not about numbers. It's not about using each other's no. platforms. It's about lifting up the name that is above every name, Come the on. name of Jesus. There's only one person famous here. And that's... Jesus. It's not about us. We don't care about making us famous or knowing about us or numbers, none of that. We care about that Jesus is exalted tonight. We want to lift his name up. We want you to go to the cross. I have no power to save you. Jenny has no power to deliver you. We've never been able to heal anybody in our name, but in the name of Jesus, every demon has to tremble. Every knee has to bow. Every tongue has to confess. So tonight is really a night about that. I know you're starting your year strong in fasting and prayer. If you guys don't know, the first seven days of January, I'm going to be live every single day at six o'clock praying. So we're doing seven days of prayer, um, seven stream, actually nine streams straight, but seven days will be of that it will be prayer. And we're just going hard in prayer. I know you were talking to me, Jenny, about 12,000 women who are fasting and praying for their husbands to be saved. I want to hear about this because... Yeah. A lot of women come into our streams, they call them and they say, My husband's not saved. And and guys, we need to we need a wake-up call, guys. I, I've said it before, it's time to get off the UFC. It's time to stop with the NFL and watching men chase pigskin up and down a field. It's time to get in prayer. It's time to get right with God. I'm believing for a harvest of unsaved husbands to be saved. Ladies, come on. don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. You have to stop seeing your husband as a spiritual loser and start seeing him as a spiritual warrior. You have to start praying and believing that this will be the moment that he starts seeking God. He starts praying. And we're going to pray tonight and believe with you that God's going to break the pride in unsaved husbands. God's going to deliver. God's going to heal. I mean, you've been seeing this, Jenny. There's been a revival happening in the core women's, but specifically with the unsaved husbands. Share with us about that. And then talk to us a little bit about, hey, I have an unsafe husband I've been praying for. Uh, Is there any testimonies you have? Is there any advice you can give me? Let's just talk about what God is doing a little bit in the core group in regards to this husband revival. I guess we'd coin it.
1: Yes. I love that. The husband's revival. You know, we started off in the core group uh, going into a, a move of God where we literally begin to see an outpouring like we'd never seen before in April of 2022. So literally last year, last April, and it was all women. Like overnight I had like a thousand something ladies. And then, you know, a couple of days later there was another uh, thousand something ladies. And we went from having 300 ladies at that first retreat to having over 13,500 ladies now. It is absolutely wow. wild. And so it was all women. We were, we didn't even let men into the the meetings. I was leading the women. We were getting strong. We were getting equipped. We were moving in the things of God, and all of a sudden, we started to see husbands sneaking in.
0: Come on! Literally,
1: they were sneaking in. They would go to these retreats with the wives, and they were like, "We're not going to stay up in the hotel the whole time." Ask Jimmy if we can, you know, be the catchers and help out, and and they would just pop in. And I remember in one of the the meetings, we had like. know 1500 ladies there and husbands were all in the hotels and i said tomorrow night let all the husbands who want to be in this meeting let them come down and my husband was there as well and these men flooded in they flooded to the altar and we began to see the beginnings of this revival stirring in the men Stephen launched core men which is our free mentorship you can come in you can join the group he does classes on um every week on wednesday and slowly but surely, something began to stir. All of a sudden, the men of God were on fire. I'm not talking about some, oh, wow, they're finally going to church with me. Come on. I'm talking about these men are intercessors. They will literally get on their faces and pray and cry for hours. Do you hear me? They are over there driving to other places to pray and to prophesy and to do deliverance on each other. It has been explosive. It's not as large as our, our ladies group, but that group of men that that are, are being uh, transformed, they just started to just explode and, and, and really become this, this move of God. And the Lord began to share with me that all these women were watching this small group of husbands on fire and the Lord said, I want to touch all the husbands, not one of the husbands left out. So we had ladies saying, my husband's an atheist. The next lady said, my husband hates deliverance. My husband hates you, hates Isaiah, hates Mike Signorella. What am I going to do? And we said, you know what we're going to do? We are not going to let up. We're going to contend in prayer and in fasting. And I I called all the ladies, all the women in the core. I want us to begin to fast and pray for the souls of someone else. And God began to speak to me about doing three days for the next three months. This is our second fast. And we had just a couple hundred ladies. And today we broke over 13,000 something wives that are in this group. Half of them are not even my students. They're just from my public pages. They're just in this group fasting with us. And I'm telling you, Isaiah, when I tell you the men's testimonies will have you bawling your face off. It is unbelievable. They are testifying that literally they have had demons come up and out of them. The wife is just sitting there doing her thing, praying, seeking God. And the husband's over there in another room and all of a sudden goes through deliverance no one touching them, no one doing, it's the hand of God. And so that's why I love it, because that man that has that testimony, he's not gonna be able to say, Jenny laid hands on me, Isaiah laid hands on me. He's only gonna be be able to say, I was lost, but now I'm found. I was broken, but now I'm whole. I was blind, but now I see. And husbands are coming in. We've had hundreds um, coming to us and saying, I wanna be a part of this. It is so powerful. And I believe the Lord is not just doing it in core men. I believe that the Lord is just giving us a prophetic example of what he wants to do globally. I believe that 2024 will be the year of the rising of the men of God. Men on. on fire. There was a movie back in the day with a really popular person. I don't know who he is, but it was called Man on Fire. And I'm telling you, we are about to see men of God on fire. When we go to church, I feel the Holy Ghost. When we go to churches, I know you know this. I know all of us ministers know this. Who's at the front usually? The most is the women on their faces, the women over there praying, the women showing up early, the women staying late. But I'm telling you, there is about to be a changing of the guard for this is the this is the divine order of the Lord. Everything else is out of order. You think God's going to let this woman's movement go and just exceed over everything? Ah, we don't want to do it alone. We've been contending for the men. We've been praying them in. We want to be led. Hello, somebody. It's not no feminist movement up in here. The devil is a liar. We are wanting the men of God to stand in their rightful place as head of the household, underneath head of the church, Jesus Christ, and to lead well. So I am so excited. Men are getting healed in their bodies. They are uh, getting deliverance. They are literally just taking authority in their home. It is amazing. People are getting their prayer language. They're studying the Bible. They are literally just on their faces before God every day. This is what we have been seeing. I could tell you hundreds of testimonies, but we don't have enough time. This is everything to me. This is worth all the slander. This is worth all the little crazy videos people do. I don't care about that stuff. Make them make the videos, please let somebody be curious about my ministry so they can come get saved, sanctified and delivered. But this right here, when I see a husband coming into our meetings and being like this the whole time, but by the end crying, he can barely even talk and breathe because the power of God has overtaken him and he confesses and repents and gives his life to Christ. That's everything. That's everything. So So I know there's some ladies on here right now. I'm not even looking at the comments, but I'm telling you, I know that there are women that said, I wish my husband was like that. I want that for my husband. If you would press in and seek the face of God, if you would seek the face of God, he will do the other things. Isaiah, this fast has a plot twist. The plot twist is this, the ladies are going into the fast thinking that it's going to be something that's going to happen for their spouse, but God really wants to get a hold of the ladies. God wants them to be on their face. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Then all these things will be added into you. The husband being saved is a byproduct of you seeking first the kingdom of God. God Come wants on. to deliver the wives. God wants to deliver the future wives. God wants to deliver the future husbands and the current marriages. He wants to do a work in each and every person. And I'm telling you, the way that we do it is getting back on our faces, prayer, Fasting and seeking God like never before.
0: So good. I love what you said that, Jenny, is we need to have a prayer. We need to have a prayer culture. We need to have a prayer lifestyle. This is only going to happen in the secret place. This is only going to happen in the place of prayer. I think a lot of people in the chat that have an unsaved loved one, it's easy to say it's their fault. But my thing is, If they're lost and broken and you're connected to god you are called to intercede on their behalf we have to stop blaming our family member for being blind we have to stop blaming our family member for being lost if we're found we should feel the burden to say i'm going to target them in prayer i'm going to pray until something happens and i want you in the chat right now believe god for your husband to get saved But as you were talking, many women said, I wish my husband was like that. I wish my husband led me. But I I really believe that there is coming a time where you and your household shall be saved. I know people think, they think this, Jenny wants to start a movement of just women. And like you said, they think it's a feminist movement. Guys, the reason why so many women are rising up and God is anointing them and calling them and, and exalting them is because the men have been silent. The men have been sleeping. And so by default... God has been raising up women. God has been using women voices to preach and to start movements like Jenny started, but God's original intention was that the man would be the priest of the home. God's original intention in the Old Testament and the New Testament was the men would go first in the battle and then the women and children would go behind them. But now we have it where the women go first and the men and children stay home on Xbox. It's like, "Oh, the women, you you know this is true, Jenny. The women's at the prayer meeting Where's your husband at? Oh, he stayed home with the kids. Why? Well, you know, the kids were up late playing Xbox. My husband was up late playing Call of Duty. Some of you men, you need to grow up. If you are up playing Call of Duty all night long, can't make it to church. It's like, how are you spending hours and hours on video games? Uh In a fake war, a virtual pixel war, well, there's an actual spiritual war going on around you where there's a battle going on and God has called you not to have a controller in your hand, but to have the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, and to go to battle for your family. It's time to take the diaper off, put on the big boy pants and go to battle. Uh It was never God's original intention for the women to fight for the husband. It was the job of the husband to fight for the women and children. And sadly... A lot of women had to take this burden on, have had to carry a yoke that doesn't belong to them, have had to carry weight in the spiritual realm, and God is calling you men now. It's time to get serious with God. It's time to stop playing games. It's time to get serious. The same passion, the same fight, the same shout you have for the UFC, for the WWF. I don't even know what trash you guys watch now, but whatever it is you're yelling for and shouting for in front of the television, shout and yell and get excited like that in the house of God. Get excited like that in prayer. Get serious about God and ladies don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. We Jenny has seen it over and over again. I've seen it over and over again. God can and God will save, heal, deliver, empower your husband. Well, I could just I could just never see my husband preaching. I could never see my husband praising. That's what they said about me. They said there's no way Isaiah would never. That's what they said about Jenny. I always yeah. share your testimony, Jenny, when you're literally living In you have one of the most powerful testimonies I've ever heard, but living in a shack on drugs, do you think anybody looked at that shack and said, there's a a worship leader in there, there's an author in there, there's a preacher in there, there's a lady in there that's going to lead tens of thousands of people in a revival movement that's going to open up this, it's going to help orphanages. Nobody looked in that shack and saw that, but God saw that. And so I want you guys, see what God sees. Stop looking at what the world says, what the world sees, what the culture tells you, and say, in my husband, there's a warrior. There's a warrior spirit. There's a radical revivalist. There's a bold man of God. There's a man that's going to get, maybe he's quiet now. He's not going to be quiet when God gets a hold of him. Stop looking at him where he's at and start going, okay, when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of him, and then you start spending time in prayer. I wish there was a shortcut. It's like, Jenny, tell me the shortcut. It's time, chronological time. Not like, oh, in the spirit, I was, some of you are like, I prayed for five minutes, but I was in the spirit for three hours. No, 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 no. You need to spend time in the real, real chronological time saying, I'm going to seek God. And maybe it's 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. It doesn't matter. You need to get radical and say, if I want to see God do the supernatural, I need to put work in. I can't stop. I can't stop getting mad at God for not doing stuff I'm not even praying about. God moves according to our prayers and so start praying for that husband now is this jenny just to make sure we have this clear for those that are in the chat that are like i need to pray for my husband is this prayer and fasting you're doing with all the women or is this just the whole core all group the women is fasting all and the praying women.
1: it's for their the body, husbands whether you're in the core or you're not i opened up we have a set a subgroup called core wives And that group we made for support for the core group ladies whose husbands were not saved. We did this a while ago. And then when I did the fast, people started saying, I want to join. I want to join. I want to join. And the Lord said to me, open it up, open it up, open it up. And so I literally just posted it online. I put the group out there. I said, this is our group. Come and join. And we've had thousands of women that are not a part of my mentorship, my weekly classes. They're in there fasting with us. And another thing all of a sudden, this is mind blowing. All these thousands of women said, I want to join and fast for my future spouse. I'm not married, but I am believing for my future husband. And I said, let me tell you something. That's a whole different type of level because you ladies are better than me because when I was single, I was not pushing back a plate for somebody I did not know. So to me, that is incredible. That is a level that I have not seen yet in the body of Christ. And I'm going to tell you that these husbands, when when they meet the husbands, I want to talk to the husbands and say, let me tell you about your wife. She was over here pushing back food. And we're not doing just like Daniel fast. We can just eat fruits and vegetables all day. Liquid, no food. Three days. Let's do, we're not fasting Facebook. We're not fasting Instagram because the disciples didn't fast Facebook and Jesus didn't fast Instagram. So we are fasting Mm -hmm. how the Bible says to fast, amen. So I'm literally teaching women for the first, many of them, thousands. Very first time they've ever fasted in their lives. And I said, thank you, God. You're using this reason to get a hold of their hearts. And I'm gonna tell you ladies that are on here, I have a testimony of my husband being completely set on fire for God. Stephen didn't even want to go to church. I'm telling you, Isaiah, when we first got together, I started going to church. We we came from meth addict houses. Like he was my meth dealer. And God saved us. We went to jail together. It was all crazy. When I got saved, I started going to church and I tried to bring Stephen along. And I'm telling you, it was a literal like living in the depths of hell with him. It was wow. constant arguing fighting. I had demons that had not been cast out and he had demons that had not been cast out. And it was both of us at each other constantly. I would get ready to go to church trying to do the right thing, have little Cameron all dressed up. I'd say, okay, let's go. And Stephen would purposely start arguments not to go. I would literally throw myself on the floor on a Sunday morning, dressed in my clothes. And I would literally just Fall out crying. I mean, when I say throw myself on the floor, I was on a trailer broke down floor, crying my whole makeup off, just screaming like, why? Why are you doing this? Why can't you help us? Come on, be a husband, be a father. I mean, uh, the brokenness, you cannot fathom. I, it um. was so, so deep. And he would go, no, no, no. And he would resist at any point. I picked little Cameron up. I wipe my face off and I would take us to church. And I tell you, I cried the whole service. Why? Because my family was not there with me. There was a part of me that was not there. And I remember going home and praying, God, change him. God, deliver him. God, save him. And the Lord spoke to me and said, stop praying that. He sent me a book. I began to read a book about praying wives and the Lord spoke. Spoke to me and started telling me, pray that I will change you. Wow! And my prayer changed. I said, okay, God, even though I'm doing better than him, I'm going to start praying for me. Now, God, change me, change my attitude towards him, change this bitterness. God, change the way I react towards him. God, change my heart. God, make me the wife, Lord, that I was supposed to be. God, make me gentle, make me a, a mom that is an example to Cameron. God, change me, God, I repent. And I remember one day Isaiah the Lord said, Now get up and go to Stephen and repent. And I'm like, He needs to be repenting to me. Wow. I'm over here leading the whole household. I am the head of this household. I was the spiritual leader for everybody. And I'm like, he needs to be repenting. Why would I repent to him? He's not really saved. He doesn't have the Holy Spirit, doesn't speak in tongues, doesn't
0: Come do on, it, Jenny. You're hitting a nerve right now. With I'm hitting ladies. It. You're hitting and I'm it.
1: like, ooh, why would I submit to him? This is what the devil would tell me. Don't submit to him. He's not really a man of God. You don't have to submit to him. I'm still trying to find those scriptures in the Bible because that was Preach. a whole made-up doctrine. And a lot of ladies subscribed to that. And the Lord said, go repent. And I walked into that room. There he is on TV, nonstop TV watcher. A lot of ladies say amen if you understand. Oh, hey. and I,
0: <laughs> you and got I the chat going you. here.
1: Come on, shout me down in the comments. Core group need to be sharing this. And I said, I want to talk to you. And he probably thought he was about to get an earful. He was so used to it. He was just like, oh, come on. Come on, nag, nag, nag. Let's go. Let's hear another nag. What am I doing wrong now? Oh. And I said, "Steven, I want to tell you something. I have not treated you and handled you right. I'm not respected you. Even when you call me into the room, I don't even come. I don't like, no, you come to me. I'm not coming in there. I'm so rude. I'm so nasty. I repent. That's not what I'm supposed to do. God's gotten a hold of me. And I want to be a good wife. I want to be gentle. I don't want to keep a record of wrongs. I don't want to hold grudges. I don't want to have this offense and unforgiveness anymore. I want to love you the way that God wants me to love you and to serve you. I want to serve you. And Stephen stopped watching TV, turned towards me, and he began to cry. He literally had no words. I had never done this ever in our relationship, ever. I was rude and mean at all times. and then. While I'm repenting, the Lord said, go get Cameron. My daughter was like three and a half, four years old. I got Cameron. I brought Cameron and I said, Cameron, I want to repent to you. Me, a grown woman repenting to a four-year-old child because I conditioned her to rebel against her dad. I would not let her listen to him. You don't have to listen to him. No, come over here. No, give me her. And using her as a a ploy and manipulation and and all of this witchcraft. And the Lord said, you need to repent. I said, I had to repent to daddy and say, sorry, because I have been mean and not being kind. And I said, and Cameron, do you know who is the boss? I said, boss, because she wouldn't understand head of house. So I said, do you know who the boss of the family is? She said, yeah, you. And I said, well, in the Bible, the daddy is supposed to be the boss. The mommy is supposed to be respectful and listen and be protected by the daddy. And the children are supposed to listen to the mommy and daddy. She was just like, whoa, really? Had no clue. We're a Christian family, by the way. And that day, everything in my whole family shifted. Uh, just a couple weeks later, Stephen comes to me, not me going to him and says, hey, you've been going to that church. I think I'm going to go with you this time. Wow. He goes to this service and the pastor stops in the middle of preaching. The pastor that raised me up, that I was a worship leader for several years under this ministry. And he calls Stephen out and he says, you right there, I have a word for you. I Never saw our pastor really prophesy after that day for years. This was like a rare, unique thing. He calls Stephen up, says, can I hug you? Stephen walks up and breaks down. He gets filled with the Holy Spirit. He he, literally, his whole life changes. He becomes the head of our household, begins to lead. I finally have a man leading me. I get to actually have someone protecting me, being covered by a good, godly, husband, he begins to lead our daughter. It was just the most beautiful transformation. And to this day, Stephen is the best husband. Stephen is the best father. You can't get better than him. He literally will lay his life down for us. And I'm telling the ladies on here, when Isaiah said, don't lose hope, please don't take that in one ear and let it go out the other. Like I've heard this before. No, 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 woman of God, you are on here now, not because you decided to tune into a podcast, but by the divine leading of the Holy Spirit, God is trying to get a message to you. The Holy Spirit is trying to do a work in your family. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't retreat. Women of God, hold the line. Hold the line in prayer. We stand together united. When you're weak, honey, we're going to fast for you. When you can't pray, we'll go ahead and lift your arms up and we'll be praying alongside of you. No one left behind. No one forgotten. This is for the whole kingdom. And this is how God created us to be. A machine taking territory. The husbands are a territory that Satan has tried to take. And we are saying enough is enough. No, 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 no. We are not just going to say this is just normal. They just watch football. You know, they're really not into church. That's not normal to me. No, what's normal to me are the apostles moving in the book of Acts in chapter two and three and four. And the whole book of, 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 of is filled with supernatural occurrences and families being revived. That's normal. And I decree and declare by the spirit of the living God that it shall be so. Do not get weary and well-doing. If he did it for me,
0: he will do it for you in Jesus' name. Jenny, you are on fire. Let's pray. There's 5,000 people right now live watching. Let's pray for those that have unsaved husbands in the chat. If your husband is not saved, here's the deal type born in the chat. We're going to pray right yes. now. I'm going to have Jenny pray. She's on fire. I don't want to stop her. I'm going to change the title of this video. Forget about discerning spirits. We're going to change it. to If you have an hus- unsafe husband, watch this video. But seriously, oh. Jenny, I want you to pray for those that are in the chat that have unsafe husbands. This is obviously a massive issue, a massive deal. Your testimony, you know, we didn't even plan to talk all about this specific. It's so strong. As you were talking, I just heard the Holy Spirit say, this is exactly what you guys are supposed to be talking about right now. This is exactly oh. right. So we're in that right flow. We're in the river right now. So while we're there, let's pray for let's pray for unsaved husbands let's pray that god would just save those that are standing in the gap for their husband and there's literally thousands i'm not exaggerating right now thousands of people typing one in the chat so there's a there's an army of there's an army of husbands right now that don't know they're part of god's army And we're going to call them we're going to call them back right now just like just exactly what happened to stephen lord do it in them tonight in jesus name
1: yes father we thank you god Lord, that you orchestrated this whole thing, God, from the beginning of time. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we are in the right place at the right time, and we thank you that your Holy Spirit is doing the work. Father, I pray for that wife right now, God, that has been carrying unnecessary burdens, God, that has the weight of the whole household on her shoulders. I pray, God, that there would be a divine shifting that would begin to happen. We call forth every prodigal to come home. We speak to every husband's spirit and their soul right now, and we say, come home. In the mighty name of Jesus, we decree and declare that conviction is hitting them, Lord, that they want to repent. Father, that you would even send dreams and visions to them. I was just getting reports about all of these uh, Muslims that all had the dream at the same time about Christ. Oh, God, do it for the husbands. Oh, God, send in these encounters with you, God. Thank you, Lord, that even the hard-hearted places, God. The, the the hard places of their heart. Father, that you would begin to break up that fallow ground. God, I pray that you would begin to heal the husbands. Woman of God, God wants to heal deep places in yes. your husband's yes. life you don't even know about. Honey, he hadn't even told anybody about this one. He's not even told anybody about how that affected him in his household with his mom and his dad and family. He hasn't told anybody, but God knows and he wants to do the deep work. Orabashaya. Even your husbands that have been hurt by ministries and they don't trust now. And so they don't wanna do anything. God is gonna heal that in the name of Jesus and bring them around a company, a good company of real brothers and sisters in Christ that will not harm them. They will not manipulate them. They will not destroy them, but they will hold them up. They will love them with brotherly love. Father, I thank you, God, that you are going after that one, that husband that's suicidal, that husband that is mean, that husband that has got a ton of division and strife in their life. Even that husband right now that has been abusive in the name of Jesus. We bind the hand of the enemy. We say you will not harm anymore in Jesus' name. God, do the deep work in his life in the name of Jesus. Women of God, I feel so strongly for you to go ahead and begin to forgive your husband. Forgive him. Forgive him. I know you say, I'm I'm, I'm already there. Oh, there's another, there's another place of yielding right there. Forgive him for not being the head that you need him to be the head. He's getting there. He's getting there. That's why God put you with him. There's patience and long suffering that you have in you that is specifically designed for him. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for the spirit of forgiveness that is flowing right now on this broadcast. Forgive yourself, woman of God. I break off the curse of a bad wife. I break off the curse of a bad mom. I break off the curse that you're undesirable that your husband no longer desires you and that's why you think that he's watching the porn it is not personal that is spiritual and in the name of jesus christ be healed be whole your faith has made you whole jesus said to the woman be whole be put back together right now marriages come back together in the name of jesus christ We command all of that spirit of division, trying to break up what God put together. You will not have that family. You will not take that husband out of that house. In Jesus' name, I thank you, God, that the the knocks are about to come on the door. Someone's coming home before the holidays are over. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. I thank you that you're raising up good fathers, Father. Yes. Even the men that have never had a father to show them, Father, they're gonna, they're just gonna have supernatural wisdom on how to love their family, lead their family, protect their family in the name of Jesus. God, if you did it for Isaiah. Yes. Father, if you did it for Stephen, Lord, if you did it for Pastor Mike Signorelli, God, if you did it for so many other men of God. Lord, do it for my sister's husband that's watching right now. And for you, man of God, I believe that you're watching and you're like, I want to do more. I want to do that. But how? I'm such a disappointment to my family. My wife doesn't trust me. There is a fresh wind coming to your family. There is a fresh wind of God that is going to blow out the old and bring in the new. It is not too late for you. It is not too late for you to go and grab your wife, look her in the face and say, honey, I repent. Please forgive me. I want to do right by God. I want to do right by my family. I believe tonight, Isaiah, your messages are going to be flooded with men of God that are saying, I watched the broadcast and the Holy Spirit got a hold of me. Women of God saying the Holy Spirit got a hold of me. Even right now, people are going through deliverance. Oh, deliverance is breaking out. Why? Because you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free in Jesus mighty name. We pray. Amen. And Father,
0: I just pray, Lord, for every husband that is lukewarm, that is doesn't want to go to church, doesn't want to pray, believes in God, but is lukewarm. I pray, Lord, you would light them on fire. Woo! I pray tonight, God, you would baptize them in the fire of the Holy Ghost. You need some of you ladies need to say this. Satan, get your hands off my marriage. Satan, get your hands off my kids. I will not allow you to wreak havoc in my home any longer. And I pray for some of you men watching, and I know you're in the background, you're you're, you're, you're you're ear hustling the stream, your wife's watching on her phone and you're acting like you're not listening and you're addicted to your video games. I pray right now that God would deliver you from video game addiction. And the Lord is saying to some of you men, it's time to grow up. You're, li- you're living 45 years old as an adolescent teenager, still playing Call of Duty for six to eight hours a day, You're not 16 anymore. You're not in college anymore. Put the Doritos away. Put the Mountain Dew away. And it's time for you to grow up. I pray that God would break the addiction to video games, the addiction to drinking, the addiction to vaping, chewing, nicotine, everything that you're doing that is not what God's called you to do. Not the standard that God has called you to. I pray that God would break it right now. We commend every unclean spirit to come out of her husband right now come on just command it we pray some of you men now listen I know some of you men in the chat personally and I've prayed for you for years that your wife would be saved and your wife is out there right now doing whatever she wants to do and so this is not just husbands we're praying for our spouse right now I want you men to start praying for your wife Lord I pray you would break off every demonic power that's attacking her every demonic assignment Lord I pray you would break it and I hear the Lord saying some of you have lost trust in your marriage and God's going to restore that trust. It's supernatural. Woo. He's hurt you. You've hurt him. There's no trust. You say, "I'll never trust him again after what he did to me." But the Lord is going to release forgiveness. He's going to release healing. And I even hear the Lord saying, "Tell them." You guys already know this because it's in Scripture. But God is saying, "Tell them I hate divorce." Somebody mm. needs to hear this. You're on the verge of divorce, and God is saying, "I hate divorce." Is it God? Is it your will? I had someone come up to me recently, Jenny, at a service. You know, my husband doesn't really pray. He doesn't really go to church. He says he's a Christian, but he's lukewarm. And I really feel, you know, my pastor's telling me I should just divorce him. And I told that lady, God hates divorce. Did he he cheat on you? No. Is he physically abusive? No. Is he verbally abusive? Is he hurting you? Is he harming your kids? No. Okay, you're not divorcing him in Jesus' name. God hates divorce. God's going to work it out. The Bible says that if you're holy and your husband's unholy, your holiness makes him and your children holy. So don't run out on the marriage. Some of you are running out the door. You're quick to go find, well, I found this other man of God. That's not God's will. God is not trying mm. to get you to find a new man of God. God is getting you to pray so that your husband will be 10 times better than any new man of God you think you found. And so you need to be careful, some of you ladies. This is just a word of knowledge. Late on Discord. You're in my Discord server. Late talking to man when you're married. You're on the you're on the core group oh, groups, talking to men when you shouldn't be when you're married well he's just a brother and you know my husband's not spiritual don't look for anybody to fill that void your husband's going to fill it pray pray for your husband pray for your husband god i pray right now raise up these men of god raise up these women of yes. god anoint these wives god lord give them an interest in you i pray they would lose their interest and the new Call of Duty game, and they would gain interest in the Holy Spirit. Come on. I pray they would gain interest in spending time with their kids, spending time with their wife, spending time in prayer, spending time in in the Bible, taking their family to church. Father, raise up men of God. Lord, we we are asking you, wake them up tonight, God. Wake up the men. Wake up the women. No more games. No more wasting your life on things that don't matter. Now's the time. Your wife needs you. Your wife needs you. Rise up. Get off the ground. Spit out the pacifier. Put the Xbox controller away. And it's time to stand for God in in your generation. It's time to stand for God. The UFC addiction, God, break it tonight, God. I pray you'd get a spiritual warfare addiction. You think the UFC's fun to watch? Try casting out a demon. Try getting in spiritual warfare try try praying and seeing god do miracles father we we pray miracles and marriages tonight in jesus name miracles and marriages tonight in jesus name the power of god to touch marriages those divorce papers go rip them up go rip up those divorce papers no divorce no divorce god hates it now of course if there's grounds for divorce we're not talking about you we're talking about those of you that think it's easier if i go find someone who's already saved It's easier if I go find someone that's already on fire. When God says, no, I'm going to light your husband on fire. You just need to pray. And seriously, shame on some of us. We haven't prayed at all for our spouse. And we're over there talking about getting a new husband, a new wife. Shame on you when you haven't put the work in. And as Jenny said, a lot of us need to pray because we're the issue. We're the problem. We we need to pray that God would heal us, that God would deliver us, and that God would anoint us, which is something we're going to talk about tonight here. But I'm just praying right now. Healing over marriages, restoration oh, of trust, and burn those divorce papers in Jesus' name. Light those divorce papers on fire. Some of you, I'm just getting word of knowledge here. You're inquiring with Mom. an attorney behind your husband's back. Delete Mom. the attorney's number. Delete the attorney's oh, oh. number. You don't need a divorce attorney. Oh. Well, just in case. No, you don't need it. Just in case. God's gonna heal. God's gonna deliver, and God is going to make your marriage whole in Jesus' name. God is going to make your kids whole in Jesus' name. You made a commitment till death do us part. So how are you going to let something petty do you apart part when you said till death do us part? Father, just have your way, God, in marriages. Holy Spirit, we submit to you. Change us, God. Change Ooh. us. Instead of praying for our spouse, God, change us so we'd be the man or woman of God you've called us to be. And don't live in condemnation. Well, I haven't been. You haven't been. We agree. We're all here to say, look, we haven't been the best husband, the best no, wife, the on. best... But today's a new day. Now's the day of salvation. His great, Praise God that his grace is new every morning. I don't know about you guys, but I need a fresh dose of grace every day. I messed up yesterday. I messed up four hours Woo! ago. I messed up. But every day, his grace and mercy is new. So there's a new season for you. And if your husband's lost the fire, he can get it back tonight. We pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would move. Man, the Holy Ghost is moving Ooh. tonight, Jenny. We were like, oh, we're, my oh, we titled this Discerning Spirits. Here we are 45 minutes in. We're still praying for husbands out here. This is more important. Oh, this is more important that we talk about this. This is the word yeah. right now. We're getting, we're going serious into 2024. We're not peddling around, playing around. We're taking our marriage serious. We're taking our family serious. We're taking our prayer life serious. No more slacking. It's, It's a new day. And you've been talking, Jenny, about... And i want to talk about this being made whole and i kept hearing that as you were praying i'm going to make the marriage whole i'm going to make the family whole and when you started texting me about this whole or sent me a voice message about being made whole i thought about that it's like man i want to be made whole i don't just want to be healed i don't just want to be delivered i don't just want to be saved i want to be whole i want to be in good health and i want to have joy and peace and i don't i don't want jenny to live my life going It's okay if I'm free in all these other areas but have a little bit of anxiety. It's okay if I'm whole in all these other areas but have a little bit. I want my entire soul, my body, my spirit to be made whole. Will you talk to us a little bit about this, what God's been showing you, what you've been talking about? And I believe I wrote this down in some notes to you. It's like, 2024, we're going in whole. We're going in whole. And, guys, we're not talking about H-O-L-E, whole. Like, we're not talking about a whole we're talking about W-H-O-L-E, being made whole. You're like, what do you mean a hole in you? But be made whole. Talk us to us a little bit because me and you, we love deliverance. We yeah. emphasize on it because other people don't mm-hmm. and we need it in the body of Christ. So we talk a lot about healing, a lot about deliverance, but we don't talk a lot about being made whole or being complete yeah. in Christ. And so share with us a little bit about that. I know it's hard to transition out of prayer. I'm trying to segue because I'm like, Woo, we were up on the mountain right there. But I do want to talk real. about this tonight. And again, if we don't even get to the other stuff about discerning spirits, who cares? I'll yeah. change the title and thumbnail tonight. doesn't matter. I want to be led. And what, what a good time to do it. The last you know, podcast of the year. But I want it to be spiritually led. I don't want to be stuck on. And this is one of the things I don't like about titling my sermons or titling my streams is like we want the holy ghost to move if we were if we were like let's talk discerning spirits and the holy ghost is like no you're going to talk about marriage wholeness family wholeness i'm down i'm down i could change mm-hmm. it at whatever i would rather change my stuff than try to have the holy spirit change his stuff if you guys are tracking Come what on. i'm saying so if i have to change a title or a thumbnail you're like well, you didn't talk about who cares we're going for it but i do want to hear about this um being made whole because i think this is something we all need to pray and ask god about as well tonight
1: Yeah. Wow. There's such a a Holy Spirit flow. I feel the anointing so strong on this broadcast. I've been on with you several times and I have, this is the broadcast. I feel the anointing of God on the strongest. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, somebody is in this broadcast right now. God has heard your prayers. He literally began to rearrange almost the whole thing that we've got like 10 different points. And God is staying on this. Woman of God, the Lord has heard your prayer. Man of God, he has heard your prayer. And I heard the Lord saying while Isaiah was talking, is he the question that I was hearing was, do you trust me? I heard the Lord saying, Do you trust me? Do you trust me? And 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 the answer, we really need to look at ourselves and go, do I really trust the Lord? and God wants us to trust him again. You're going to be able to trust your husband again. You're going to be able to love again, to laugh again, to enjoy life again. I'm gonna go as far as to say, you're about to get that spark back in the marriage again. Oh, all those little butterflies and the little goosebumps. That's not just for the beginning times when people get together. I believe that there's even a greater fire that God will pour out on marriages that endure and have this this sticking togetherness. God will, uh, all of a sudden it'll be romance will begin to blossom. Stephen and I have that. We flirt, we have romance. we 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 it's a whole thing. and it's better now than years ago. We've been together sixteen years. It's better now than it was in the beginning. I also felt uh, a word of knowledge for a pastor that is watching. Um, pastor and pastor's wife, you're watching. And you guys have talked about divorce quite a bit. And the, the one thing that has held you back is you don't know what to do about the children and the church. That's the thing that's kept you together. And the Lord sent me here to say to you, he is going to restore. He is going to rebuild the walls of devastation even through the generations. And the Lord is going to put the two of you together for there is a great work that needs to be done. And what God brought together, let no man tear apart. The things that the pastor, I'm seeing the husband has done some things that have hurt the wife. There's been some misuse of trust there. The wife has done some things towards the pastor that has really, really damaged his soul. But God is going to heal. This will be a supernatural thing. And even now you're listening and you're beginning to cry. I don't know if you have the ability to say that that's you in the comments or if you are pastor you don't want your people to know and you need to keep it on the download please privately message myself or isaiah so we can hold you up in prayer and we will keep that private but god is going to restore you in jesus mighty name and then i also saw several wives on here and this week alone this week alone you have thought about killing yourself because it's gotten that bad in the marriage and not only have you thought about killing yourself But your husband has also threatened suicide. That is a demon that is trying to take the both of you out. And we cancel the assignment in Jesus' name. Father God, I thank you for restoring. I thank you for delivering and healing. And I prophesy you are going to live and stay in the land of the living and see the goodness of God. For there is a call on your life. There are things for you to do. And woman of God, can I just say this as a sister in Christ? We need you. We desperately need you. We can't live, we don't want to do this Christian life without you. I don't care if I know you face to face. We as the body of Christ, we need you. And so in the name of Jesus, be encouraged. Isaiah, I don't even know what the question was. Oh, that whole. Be made okay. whole. <laughs> yes. I feel God I feel lost to, in the
0: spirit, Jenny. I'm like, let's go wanna, back into prayer. I feel it as well.
1: It's wild. But God began to speak to me about people being whole i was literally in service we're doing deliverance as we always do and i'm hearing the normal screams and sounds like we always hear we always know the demons manifest they're all there screaming no and and all this stuff and all of a sudden i hear a scream that takes my ear go wait a minute that was different but to the natural ear to everybody else that wasn't hearing from the holy spirit they would have go oh it's just a scream and I ran over to the young woman and the Lord said to me, she does not have a demon. This is pain. This is pain. This is just the hurt that she's gone through. And she was just like dealing with a level of sorrow and grief. And I just began to hold her. And I'll tell you, it was like this, the, 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 just cried all over me. I mean, my clothes were soaked with her tears And after she was just done, I just began to minister and affirm who she was, prophesy into her life. We did no come out, come out, come out. And she gets up, whole countenance changed. God did a a work there. of course, we got her into follow-up and we began to help her to to disciple her and get her the proper things she needed to heal properly. But the Bible says that he came, he says, the Lord has anointed me, Isaiah chapter 61. This is gonna be good because then no one can say we don't read from the Bible. Isaiah chapter 61 says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And he sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. And I began to look at those words, what does brokenhearted mean? And in that in the the Hebrew it literally means to be shattered, to be crushed to be uh, broken up into pieces, to be torn, to be ripped apart. And I began to see a glimpse of how people feel inside. They felt ripped apart. They felt torn. Life had hit them blow after blow, scar after scar, scar cut after cut, year after year. And we got the devil out. But now we need to pour in the balm of Gilead, the oil. The Bible says that he will give you the oil of gladness, meaning that the word is literally like anointing the fatness, the the anointed, the, the oil of the Holy Spirit will come and give you gladness instead of that mourning. So it doesn't say instead of that demon. It says instead of the mourning, that God was taking care of that area too, and then the next verse says and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So he's dealing with deliverance and he's dealing with healing all in the same verses right here. He says he sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and he sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and release them from darkness and from prisons. This is all about deliverance and healing of the soul. And so God wants to do this, you know, Isaiah, I was thinking about I taught this last night in the core group. I was thinking about the the scripture in Isaiah chapter 53, and it says that he was, oh my goodness, what does it say? Oh, thank you, Lord. I turned right to it. It says, um, chapter 53 says he was despised and rejected by men. Some people feel that right now. A man of sorrows, that's pain, and that word means emotional pain, mental pain, physical pain. That's what it says. And familiar with suffering, that's people on here right now. And then it says he surely took our infirmities. And he carried our sorrows. So God is like, he's not, I'm not just going over here, just casting demons out of everybody. I want every part of you whole and healed. Come on. Mary Magdalene, it says that Jesus literally, that seven demons were cast out of her. That's what it says. Seven demons cast out of Mary Magdalene, out of, out of her. And we see this story where she comes in. She's not supposed to be in this place. There's all these important people around this big dinner. And she comes in and she literally goes to the feet of Jesus and she begins to cry. While she's crying, she's being ridiculed. This is going to bless somebody. Just stick with me, ladies and gentlemen. While she's crying at his feet and pouring out and doing this wonderful thing, people, say, if you knew what kind of woman this this mm. is, you wouldn't let her touch you. She's basically, this is how it goes. She's nasty. She's She's trashy. That, that's filthy. She's a prostitute. She's a streetwalker. She's got filth on her. She's disgusting. She's used goods. She's broken. They literally begin to bash this woman where she can hear these insults about her own self. Wow. And all she's doing is wanting to pour out on Jesus. And so in the midst of all of this stuff that is going over, she could have easily gotten up and and, and 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 probably if it was me, I probably would have had to get up and had to just go off on everybody because that's just, I would have had to go off on everybody. She didn't do that, she didn't get offended. She didn't how dare you talk about me. I didn't know she didn't do that. She stayed the course, she stayed at the feet of Jesus, and this is why she was delivered and healed. She cries, Isaiah it says she literally cries and she washes the feet of Jesus with her tears. That doesn't mean one tear two tears, a trickle here, a trickle there. You can't wash somebody's feet with two little drops. You cannot wash people's feet with five, six tears. This is a sob. And I know because I have done this where my eyes were Mm. literally burning. I have cried till I couldn't cry, couldn't even breathe. Couldn't even take a breath. just, Just hyperventilating and crying. And she's crying, pouring everything out. Jesus, he could have easily said, get up. Quit all that crying. I'm wiping every tear. Be stronger than that. Come on. Come on. We need to have that Christian face about you. You need to do better. Come on. Get up. We don't need all that crying. It's it's wartime. He didn't do that. He let her process that healing right there he let her cry because he knew the healing that she needed was at his feet, that she was in the right place for him to touch her. God is interested in your soul. He's interested in your heart being put back together. Some of you have even said, wow, that person tore me to pieces. They ripped my heart apart. You have literally said that. And God is over here saying, but I'm the remedy. But I am the answer. He said, come into me, all who are tired and weary and heavy laden, and I, I'll give you rest. Cast your cares upon me why because i care for you i want to lift those burdens take my yoke upon you can we switch as we say no 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 no. not that one you're carrying give me that one woman of god oh i feel the holy ghost give me that one i take that one for you. That's why the Bible says he bore our sins. He carried our sorrows. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Every part, every area healed. This woman cries. She takes the glory of her. In the Old Testament, the woman's hair was everything. You kept that pulled back for your man. That was pride. That's like a private part. Literally, it it wasn't supposed to go to anybody but your husband. It was that valuable, that precious. The woman's hair was everything. And she takes that hair out in front of all these men. She says, I'm taking the most precious thing to me, the the, the glory of my, my body and everything. And I'm going to literally take this and I'm going to dry the feet of Jesus with camel dung and dirt and grime and who knows what else is on these feet. And she goes and she's literally pouring out. And Jesus speaks into her life. I feel the Holy Ghost. And he says, no, 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 I'm not going to send her away. I'm paraphrasing. He said, what she has done here, she's done a good thing for me. You didn't greet me like this. She's greeted me like this. You didn't anoint me. She's anointed me. And what she has done is a memorial. Everywhere the gospel is preached, her story will be told. And so it is even being fulfilled even now as I'm speaking. For God prophesied over this woman. I never heard Jesus prophesy that word over anybody else in the Bible. Mm. This woman that was broken. And he's showing us. I want to restore. His ministry is about healing. Even when he met the tax collectors, all of this bashing and people saying things where the tax collector is hearing and he does the same thing, he begins to, to speak into the tax collector's life. God wants to heal you wherever you are. He cares about you being whole. Then when the woman came and she reached out, she touched the garment, she literally reached out, he turned around, he felt the healing virtue out of his body and into her like he felt it leave him and into another person and he turns around and there she is and he goes to her and he says daughter your faith has made you whole he didn't say delivered he didn't say healed. he didn't specify one specific thing he said whole meaning put back together everything in its rightful place you are now whole the power of god is moving right now To heal those places. I was so broken. I can tell you story after story of me being broken. I remember throwing fits. And Stephen would say, I love you. And I would say, no, you don't. He would say, you're beautiful. And I would say, why are you saying that? What do you want? I, I could not receive love. I had been literally... Beat from people in the past. I have a guitar broken over my head. I have been bit in the face until you could see bite marks on my face. Wow. I had gone through so many horrific things that when Steven tried to love me, I would not let him in. And I would throw myself on the ground if he didn't get me a card or flowers and somebody else got card and flowers that day. Oh my goodness, it was going to be hours of a tantrum. I would literally go on the floor and start pulling at my hair like a mad person. And I would be screaming. I didn't even know how to gain control over myself. It was horrible. I lived this life, and God had to come in and do a deep work. And I remember the time that the Lord began to show me who Stephen was in the spirit that time. I remember there was a time we were on drugs. It was my birthday. And he got on his motorcycle and he wanted to go get dope. and He took off and I was screaming, holding onto his shirt, literally trying to pull him off the motorcycle so he would stay. And he took off. And I said, when he was gone, I said, it's my birthday. And I was there alone for days. No phone. Nobody came back for me. I had nowhere to go. I had no home. I was just in a dope house by myself on my birthday. And years later, even when we were out of that, I never forgot that and I would bring it up every time. I would say, you're gonna leave me like you left me on my birthday. Yeah, you left me on my birthday. You left me in the house. I had no car, I had no food, I had nothing. You don't care about me. And what that built was a stronghold in my mind. Wow. And that stronghold had another foundation of longevity, time and pattern of thought over and over and over. And it was a wall. And not only did Stephen leave me, but then that stronghold said, so everybody will eventually leave you. The church people don't really love you. They're going to leave you. That pastor doesn't really pray for you like he says. He's lying. He just wants your time. They don't care about you. And to me, everybody hated me. And I was just waiting for the moment for the next one to leave. And God began to deal with me. He broke me at his feet like that woman. And I had to cry that thing out. And the Lord said, when Stephen left you that day, it was like, he showed me this, this picture of Stephen going down to just this little boy on a motorcycle, just like a little boy said, this was the mentality. He did not know what he was doing, how this was truly affecting you. It wasn't even in his mind. He was just on to the next thing, onto the next hit, onto the next dope ride. And so God showed me that. And out of my belly, Isaiah, I had this loud scream. It just, and it came out from deep. And it was just like that woman that was hurt that day that I heard. And that cry came out and I literally broke and cried. And I went and I looked at Stephen from that day forward. I never brought it up again. God healed a place. I needed such deep healing. I needed to know that I was not going to be left, but I was okay in my husband's arms. And I'm telling you, ladies, I know some of you are crying right now. I feel the Holy Spirit doing a deep work. Even you gentlemen, same thing. You've had a wife that you loved. You didn't do anything. She cheated. She left the mom, a, a pastor, a leader, a teacher, a friend, a brother, a sister, of Christ, whoever it was. And you've had that deep hurt. Maybe you lost someone. Maybe you lost a husband. You've not been able to heal. There's a difference between grieving a time for mourning and there's a difference between Satan sticking you like cement into a season of grief and sorrow Mm. and you can't get out. And it's way, way past the normal time frame of healing and you're still affected by it. You still cry horribly at night over it. It's 10 years. It's even longer. God wants to heal you right now. If that is you, I want you to begin to type in the comments. That is me. I need to be whole. I need to be healed. Jesus, won't you heal me? Jesus, make me whole. I don't want to go into 2024 broken into a whole bunch of pieces and shattered too. I can't be put back together. I know one that can put every person back together. I know one that'll take every broken piece and put it back together. God cares about the pieces. He cares about the fragmented pieces so much so that even when he did the miracle of feeding the 5,000 and he sent out all the bread and all the fishes, he said to the disciples, take these baskets, go get all the pieces that are left. Go gather all the pieces and bring them back to me. Thank you, God. Jesus cares about all of those pieces jesus cares about all that fragmented stuff and he says bring it to me i know what to do with it i know what to do with that 10 years of you being broken i know what to do with that woman that's watching you've been divorced you've had a relationship after relationship i know what to do with that man that you are struggling in pornography you literally feel like you hate yourself for it. You don't know who to tell. It's the most embarrassing thing to you, but you are bound to that. God knows how to get that out of your life. He knows how to heal that rejected spot, that place of a wound, that hurt. He knows how to deliver you of the demonic oppression and demonic uh, demonization that's coming to your life. God knows how to do it all. Jesus is the answer for everything right now. And if that's you, if you cried out, listen, God says, if you call upon me, I will answer you. I will save you i will deliver you out of all of your troubles god's moving right now i believe that this is the very beginning of a beautiful journey of you being truly whole and healed in jesus name
0: come on i feel that right now jenny there's so many people in the chat typing that's me amen i really feel like tonight is is a night of healing it's a night of salvation it's a night of breakthrough and this was the assignment god wanted us to do was talk about marriages talk about healing talk about wholeness because You know for my show this is the end of the year we're going to be starting a new year in prayer and we want to end with wholeness we want to end with healing after all that you've been through this year god wants you to end this year whole and made well we don't want to just blame everything on a demon some of you some of you it is a demon and that's part of wholeness is getting delivered some of you it's healing some of you it's trauma but sometimes we ascribe these traumas and these pains to everything has to be a demon and we're going and one of the things that grieves me and this shows a lack of discernment is when we're at the altar ministering and someone is praying deliverance over someone that doesn't need deliverance I've had people standing there and you have someone shouting come out in Jesus name demon And the person's like I don't even have a demon I'm I'm just going through it I'm just crying God's healing me here and we have to have discernment in that area and for some of you it is not a demonic power for some of you there's trauma there's pain there's wounds there's loss of trust You've went through traumatic experiences, a death of the family or whatever it is. And God wants to heal you tonight that the power of God wants to bring healing and restoration. So there's a time for teaching, 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 talking. We love that. Jenny has countless teachings on her channel. I have countless teaching, teachings on my channel, but there's also a moment where God can do what only God can do. And we have to let that whole let the Holy Spirit begin to move in people's lives. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna be sensitive. I think tonight we've been sensitive all night long. You know, we're an hour in, I think we've been sensitive, but I wanna just continue to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit's doing. And I really believe right now many of you are being healed in Jesus' name. Father, mm-hmm. we are asking you in the mighty name of Jesus that you just begin to heal those that are broken. I saw thousands mm-hmm. of comments say, That's me, I'm hurting, I'm broken. And we teach and teach and teach and teach. But people are hurting and broken and in need wholeness and healing and this is something let us be clear about it only the holy spirit can do only the holy spirit can heal you only the holy spirit can make you well and just like this woman in the bible that you're you are made whole we want to be made whole i'm praying as we pray for you guys i'm praying god would make me whole father i pray tonight god give us wholeness in our soul God in our body in our spirit Lord I pray if that's deliverance that you would bring deliverance right now that every unclean spirit would leave in Jesus name Satan you have no power in our life we command every spirit to come out father I pray that you would deliver people tonight I pray God that you would heal people tonight I pray emotional healing physical healing mental healing Right now, healings of emotions and trauma that you've been through this year. It's been a long year, y'all. You've, some of you have been through it. But here's the beauty. You're going through it. You're not going to stay in it. Some of you have stayed in the wilderness for too long. Some of you have stayed in the storm for too long. And God is saying it's time for you to come out. It's time for you to be made well. It's time for you to be healed. And so I pray for the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. To touch you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet lord i pray touch them right now god bring wholeness to their mind bring healing i pray anxiety insecurity doubt fear unbelief all of this would leave us in jesus name i even pray wholeness over your finances some of you your finances have been a wreck this year you've you've been out of control and i just pray that there would be supernatural restoration and wholeness where the enemies try to steal from you where the enemies try to take from you i pray there'd be wholeness in your finances right now wholeness in your mind maybe you're going like i just have this mental illness guess what i don't want to sit here and argue whether it's a demon whether it's a mental illness god can deliver you if it's a demon and god can heal you if it's just a mental illness whatever it is god can heal you and deliver you whatever you're going through i know there's a big debate god can heal you and deliver you so father i just pray over mental illnesses God whether they're a demon or whether it's a physical ailment God I pray you would deliver and heal so that we can be whole so that we can go into 2024 with a sound mind go in there with a new passion a new fire with new boldness I pray for those that are lukewarm Mm. that have lost their boldness that have been discouraged literally they've lost their courage I pray God that you'd restore their fire restore their courage God it's time for you to be bold open up your mouth in 2024 be bold for God. Be bold for God. Now we know God is not looking down, turning a calendar year, saying, okay, now I want to do something I've never done before. It's not a new start for God or a new year for God. God's in eternity. He doesn't have a chronological time. But for us, it's a chance yeah. to say, okay, I'm starting fresh. It's a chance for <laughs> us to say it's a new calendar year. It's a fresh slate. Even though for God, he's in eternity. It doesn't matter. God wants to do all these things all the time, every day. But for us, it's like, okay, I'm starting new. There's something about saying the year is over, starting a new year, and I'm not bringing trauma with me. Guys, what are you bringing into 2024? I'll never forget January I got saved, and the preacher said, do you want to be next year where you are right now this year? And I thought about every New Year's, it was the same party, same people. I had not progressed. I've not gone anywhere and i decided i don't want to be in the same place i'm in next year this year same parties all the devil has is the same soup reheated there's nothing new it's the same party same sleeping around same drinking same drugs it's time to throw all of that out it's time to pour yes. the alcohol down the drain start fresh and say this is the time this is the year i'm going hard for god i have a chance to reset this year i want to be whole father i want to be whole God, I pray. And I want you guys to lay your hand on yourself right now. Put your hand on your chest and say, God, make me whole in Jesus' name. God, make me whole in Jesus' name. God, make my heart whole. Some of you have scars and wounds and you've been hurt. God, make my heart whole. God, make my mind whole. God, restore my eyes. My eyes have been filthy. I've been watching mm. all the wrong things. And God wants to make your eyes whole. God, make my sure. mouth whole. I've been saying all the wrong things this year, God. I've been talking out of line crude jokes coarse humor i've been just doing things that are wrong god make my mouth whole wash it cleanse it god i've been listening to things that are wrong i've been watching things god make my ears whole i just pray god complete wholeness i know i'm praying for everything here if you have anything jenny you can interrupt me at any time but i'm just praying right now for wholeness in bodies minds eyes ears marriages restore 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 healings and bodies right now in Jesus name. Lord, those that have pain in their body, we just pray be healed in Jesus mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Wholeness. Wow, and I just Wholeness. sense that
1: the Lord has actually healed people already. Um, somebody has been watching, and you've been dealing with an intense migraine, and since Come you've on. been on this broadcast, the migraine has left. Please comment and testify of the goodness of God. Even as someone began to um, forgive, and we did that part earlier, and you just quickly said, Lord, I just forgive them. You just wanted to make sure even pain in your back is beginning to leave right now in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you, God, that the swelling in the leg, someone's dealing with severe swelling in the legs and you look at your legs you will see that the pain has gone down it's the power of God to move when he said be whole he does not want us to just say it he wants to demonstrate it he Mm. wants to do the thing right here right now there's no distance in the time and place we don't need to be there to lay hands on you the Holy Spirit will lay hands on you he said daughter your faith has made you whole so somebody just reach out and believe right now God is touching your body. God is touching your neck. Somebody has been in a car accident. You've been dealing with severe neck pain. That neck pain is left in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you, God, that you are healing places in people's hearts, in their bodies, in their digestive system right now. That stomach bug, we command it to come up and out in Jesus' name, leave, go now in Jesus' mighty name. We break every bit of COVID, any new strand, any old strand in the name of Jesus. It's under the blood. It cannot touch you. All symptoms dry up now in Jesus' mighty name. Ear pain and ear infection someone's been dealing with is leaving now and the pain is believing in Jesus' mighty name. Some of you just begin to feel even drainage begin to happen as God is healing those sinuses. Ramanda Rabasha, Robo Somebody has been dealing with an intense pain in the eye. I want to say that there was some sort of injury that actually happened. And I'm seeing that there was some pain, very, very intense pain in the eye. It's Like your eyes just constantly dripping, dripping, dripping from the pain even. And God is touching you right now in Jesus mighty name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are the one doing this. You are the one working in Jesus name. Please begin to testify if God's touching you and begin to just get up and, and test it out. Walk around. If your legs have been hurting Come you, on. walk around in faith. Walk in faith. Walk in faith in Jesus' name. If your arm you couldn't move your arm, begin to move that arm in faith, saying, "I know my God is a healer." We sing all these songs: Waymaker, Miracle, worker, Promise Keeper. But is He really a miracle worker Come in on. your life? Try him and see, and you will know that he is a man of his word. He is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he needs to repent. If God said it, I believe it. And I'm standing on that. I believe that healing is literally flowing. As God was dealing with our hearts, he was taking care of the things in the body. Some of you didn't even know that you've been literally healed while you've been sitting here. Come on. And as soon as you went to try it, you're like, like, some of you are like, wait a minute. You had to double check it just because you're like, oh, Lord, I don't want to lie on this podcast and say I got healed of it. And you're double checking it right now and like, almost like, wow, is this real? Yes, God is really healing people. Today, now, he is doing it on this stream. And even replay viewers are watching this. God is touching you. He is healing you. Isaiah, I sense that there are a lot of people that are watching your broadcast in particular that are drawn here that are atheists. I think there's a a unique anointing that you have on your life to draw in um, those that are atheists. And you've been sitting here this whole time. You don't understand when I speak in tongues. You don't understand these words of knowledge. But you're still here. You have not turned this off because the Lord wants to get a hold of you. Otherwise, you would have left a long time ago. But you're still here even now listening to this. And I want to just tell you, there is a great calling of God on your life. And you cannot run from it. God sent us to say to you today, turn to him. Turn to him with all your heart and he will show you that he is who he says he is. He is the only way. He is the truth and the life. There is no other thing. There's no, it's not just uh, nothingness. There is something. It is gone. And so I just pray right now for you. Please reach out to Isaiah if that is you. But I just sense just a healing wave just came right into this broadcast. We've had that happen uh, once or twice before, but it is so strong right now. I believe that people are literally going to begin to go live and testify and say, I literally was healed. Sitting there, God touched me. Oh, hallelujah. Some of you are beginning to cry. You feel the power of the Lord. You've had a dry season. You've been in, I've been in a wilderness. I've been in a wilderness. Oh, but here comes the river of God. Oh, here comes the springing up of the spirit of God. Even right now, some of you are beginning to feeling like, the holy spirit moving on you whether you're getting you feeling fire of god on you or you're trembling under the power or you just you're out i don't know what it is but i'm telling you god is moving right now in jesus mighty name and dreams and visions are going to begin to increase hallelujah God is awakening those giftings inside of you. No, honey, you're not crazy. The devil is a liar. You're not crazy. That's the gift of God within you. And yes, we the name of it is discerning of spirits. That is a strong gift of discerning of spirits that's on your life. You're not crazy you're hearing that gifting being activated in you and you are being able to discern good and evil. And God is going to help you to fine tune that. He is going to take you through his Holy Ghost boot camp. He's going to train you how to use it, how to navigate through it. And he's going to give you the spirit of wisdom, which is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom to be able to understand this gifting. You're not out here in left field all by yourself. Uh-uh. If God gave it to you, he will do the work that is needed in Jesus' mighty name. So Thank if you've been healed, Lord. I don't know if people have been writing that they're oh, healed, yeah, they've but have been since.
0: Someone said I had arm pain for days and I got healed. Someone said I had ear pain, eye pain. I mean, I've seen so many comments of people saying, I got completely healed while you were praying and during this broadcast. So God is healing people. And I also want to say Ooh. too, I felt the Lord, there's many of you in the chat, you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. You've never been baptized. Wow. There's, there's something that happens called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now you get sealed with the Holy Spirit at salvation, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a separate event we see in the book of Acts. And I know the Lord wants to baptize you tonight, especially again, going into the new year. This is prophetic. There's nothing by chance here tonight. God wants to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. So I want you to ask him, Lord, give me your Holy Spirit. I ask. And now Jesus said, if he's a good father, we know he is. If you're being evil you being evil give good gifts to your kids so an evil person will give good gifts to their kids how much more does your heavenly father want to give the holy spirit to them that ask you are his child and he wants to give the holy spirit to you just like my daughter's right now knocking at my door asking for something as i'm live right now i want to give her whatever she asks for she's my daughter and i love her the holy spirit wants to give you something because he's a good father if you ask him so asking is a prerequisite according to jesus we need to ask yeah. so i want you to ask lord baptize Come me on. in your holy spirit lord fill me with your holy spirit god empower me with the holy spirit <laughs> father we pray baptize five thousand yes. people on here right now i pray every single one of you would be baptized In the holy spirit and fire be baptized in the power of the holy ghost this changes everything this changes everything be baptized in the holy spirit father baptize us god let us go in 2024 dripping in the power of the holy spirit (laughs) rivers of living water flowing out of us god i want there to be overflow in my life i'm tired lord of being dry do you feel dry do you feel stale do you feel complacent do you feel lukewarm do you feel You struggle to open your mouth about God and and proclaim his good works. Is there a timidity about you? God has not given you a spirit of timidity, but power, love, and a sound mind. The enemy is giving you a spirit of fear. That is not a spirit God gives you. He's giving you a spirit of power. Power of God. Romans 1.16. It's the power of God unto salvation. Lord, I just pray right now. Holy Spirit, saturate us. Anoint us, God, with your power and your fire. Lord, pour out your spirit on all flesh. Yes. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your sons and daughters, for those of you religious people, like, oh no, not daughters. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Philip had four mm. unmarried daughters. They all prophesied. So those oh. of you in the chat that you're like, who said a woman can minister? You have not read the New Testament properly. You're oh. reading it through a religious lens. Your sons oh. and daughters shall prophesy. Oh. I'll say it again: your sons and daughters. Why? Because God says, I'll pour my spirit on all flesh. Male, female, sons, daughters, Jew, Gentile, Mm -hmm. white, black, yellow, pink, poor, rich, Jewish, non-Jewish, doesn't matter. God says, all flesh. Who is eligible for God to pour his spirit on all flesh? All flesh. So every single one of you, you are eligible now for for this baptism of the Holy Spirit. Lord, baptize. And in Acts 10... Peter is literally preaching to Gentiles and they all get baptized in the Holy Spirit. And Peter comes Come back on. and tells the Jews, you guys wouldn't believe this. As I was preaching, God validated yeah. that he's pouring out in the Gospels now for the Gentiles because they were baptized by the Holy Spirit while I'm preaching. And they begin to speak in tongues. This was before they were even water baptized. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Gentiles. Come on. God can do it right now. Lord, I pray baptize every single yes. person watching this live, and watching it this week on the replay i pray god you would touch them and baptize them we're asking you father you said to ask and we ask you tonight god for a mass baptism of the holy spirit and fire touch them god right now we pray in jesus name we pray in jesus name you would just baptize them in the holy spirit and stir up the gifts stop letting religious people lie to you you don't have any spiritual gifts that's a lie from the devil you have spiritual gifts we've all been given gifts by god it's the same spirit that distributes all the gifts You are gifted, you are called, you are anointed. The devil is a liar. Religion is a liar. You have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They haven't stopped. They haven't ceased. Don't believe the demonic teaching, the demonic doctrine that the gifts of the Spirit have ceased. That's a lie from the devil. Who invented that doctrine? The devil did. Let's be honest. The devil is the one that doesn't want the gifts of the Spirit to move. God is not up there going, oh yeah, I really don't want my gifts to be active. Jesus never turned them off. God never turned them off. God never looked down and said, all right, guys, this is the last deliverance ever. After this, we're done. We're ceasing. God never looked down at someone speaking in tongues and said, all right, after this person's done speaking in tongues, we're going to cease right here because we have the Bible now. That is not biblical. It's a lie from the devil. So come out of that deception. Some of you are so strong with it. You're under that spell. You're under that deception. But you get so mad when anyone talks against it because it's a deception that you are under. But it's anti-biblical. It's anti-Christ. Anti-gospel and it's demonic. For a long time, I don't want to call it demonic, but I'm like, let's just call it what it is. Why are we yeah. acting like it's not demonic? It is. The devil's is. a liar. Father, stir up the gifts and just release yes. these gifts over your people in Jesus' name. Jesus touch your people, God. Name. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Thank you, Lord. And I
1: believe that God is touching even children that are watching. Yes. As young people, if you've never been baptized with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not hiding behind your door going, you didn't ask me enough. You just said, ask. You have not because you ask not it's a free gift that he gives. He pours out on his people. You can have the power of the Holy Spirit. I've seen four-year-olds, five-year-olds baptized. I've seen them prophesying. I've seen them speaking in tongues. I've seen them using the gifts, even gifts of discerning of spirits and and healing and faith and all these things. I've seen children moving in these things. Why? Because there's no junior Holy Spirit. So young person, lift your hands right now and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, God, I, Father, God, I, I, You right now for the power of the Holy Spirit to overflow me, fill me up, take over my life. I want you in my life, God. I need the power of the Holy Spirit. I receive my prayer language, I receive the evidence of tongues and the Holy Spirit. I receive, I will speak forth today in Jesus' name. Now God is not going to come and just start forcing your mouth open and making you do so. You got to yield yourself. That means let go, relax, yield. Let the Holy Spirit do it. If you're hearing syllables and you're hearing tongues in your head, it, you're, it's not you making it up. Come on, it, just let it go, let it out, and let the Lord take over. Even right now, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. is is hitting children. I see an eight-year-old boy being baptized right now in the power of the Holy Spirit. I see a young girl, 11 years old, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes. I see a child named Judah being baptized right now in the Holy Spirit. I see a young girl named Katrina being baptized in the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' mighty name. Some of you adults, you need to go ahead and and let that locked jaw loose. Let it go. Yeah, let's relax. Hallelujah. No, well, if God wants me to have it, he'll come and he'll make me do No, no, no. He's not forcing himself in. He's not a burglar. He's not breaking an entry here. No. You've got to allow the Lord to do the work. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you, you can get a lot more accomplished by praying in the spirit than you can and even in your understanding. For we don't know what to pray, but the Holy Spirit will intercede through us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Bible says he who speaks in a tongue speaks unto God. When we speak in an unknown tongue, we speak unto to God. So, no, I don't need an interpreter, a pocket-sized interpreter in my pocket everywhere I go when I'm praying in tongues. That ain't how it works. It's not a corporate tongue. This is your prayer language. This is you praying in the spirit. Bible says, pray in the spirit with all kinds of prayers at all times. And we are to do this. So in the name of Jesus, receive yes. the baptism of the Holy Spirit right now. The of the Holy Ghost coming upon you, even in the book of Acts, that fire, that sound that came in, that rushing wind, cloven tongues of fire sat upon every one of them. And in Jesus' name, be filled, be filled. Some of you, you need a refilling. Yeah, you need a refilling. And be refilled yes. right now in Jesus' name. That's okay. Your husband will all figure it out later. I know he's sitting on the rocking chair trying to figure out why you just fell out on the ground Come crying. On. That's all right. Just go with the Holy Ghost. You need this touch, woman of God. Where you're going, you got to be filled up. Let the Lord do it. Let him bring that joy to your spirit. Let him bring that bubbling up. Oh, yes, God, for everybody in the family. Oh, glory to God feel joy arising i feel god breaking the chains off of people that's the power of the holy spirit he's doing it right now in jesus mighty name
0: yes yes wow guys Woo! we've been an hour and a half on here the fire is going what an wow. incredible way to end the year to end 2023 of another year podcast another year five years i'll be starting in january of, of streaming full-time and it's been such a crazy time jenny I know you've been been here on the show over and over again. I so appreciate you. I'm so blessed by your ministry and what God is doing in the core group, the prayer meetings. Listen, revival is happening. Revival is happening in the core group. It is an army that is literally unstoppable. I laugh when people are like, we're going to stop it. Good luck. It's it's funny to me. It's like barking dogs trying to stop trains. God is just moving. You guys are doing such amazing things. And I, I wanted to talk about before we um get you off and then i'll have people give and all that but i do want to talk about you posted something today about a building project happening in the core group and guys i also want to say it's 10 36 p.m right now i'm uh, jenny doesn't have to tell me i know all day long from morning till night she's been working she's been on live stream she's been teaching she's probably already had nine meetings today and she told me (laughs) before we went live We can go as long as you want. doesn't matter. I said, no, Jenny, I'm not going to keep you super late in three hours. She said, no, it's fine. I don't care. She is just nonstop for the kingdom of God. I literally have never seen or met anybody that works as hard as you, Jenny, period. I can't even, nobody's even comes close. So you have such work ethic for the kingdom of God. (laughs) And so I commend you and I value your time. I appreciate you for being on. I know you'll stay for three hours, but I want to honor you. And I'm not going to keep you for three hours, but I do want to talk about
1: Look at this, Isaiah. I'm not leaving the prayer room. During <laughs> she, the fast, I bring bed a bed in the in prayer me. room. The whole fast, I stay in this room the whole time. She,
0: she is serious <laughs> about it, guys. So she's in fasting and prayer. She's like, let's go. I'm ready. Jenny, what yeah. an amazing thing God is doing with the core group. But I also want to say there's 5,000 people watching. Um, Everybody stay on. You posted something today. Now, I have never seeing you post anything of i need finances i need in all the years i've known you which has been i don't even know how long six seven years maybe we've known each other long before i started online we were doing stuff together with apostle ryan lestrange so we've known each other much longer than the five years i've been streaming or four years or whatever yeah you've never asked for anything but you posted something today and i just thought listen there's some millionaires out there some of you watching some of you on the replay on spotify and you have a million dollars you have two million dollars And Jenny and them are trying to purchase a building for the kingdom of God. This is not a building for her. This is a building for God's kingdom. So she's in need of serious. Again, this is not like we're going to pick up an offering tonight. She needs some serious financial help getting this building. Will you tell us a little bit about that? And she didn't ask me to do this. I told her, hey, I want to talk about this because we're just going to. Throw a lure out there. Someone who might be out there that has the finances to to sow into God's kingdom. Maybe you have a million dollars set aside for God. And uh, this is good ground. So talk to us about Jenny, this building you posted about today.
1: Yes. We've been looking for a building for the core group headquarters, a revival center for so long. I've literally looked at thousands and thousands of churches and they just not have, they've just not been it. And we found this building in Tampa right close to the airport and we can put, you know, 3000 something people in here. We can have a Bible school. There's literally a school upstairs and we want to bring in the community. It's in a a neighborhood that I used to walk around this neighborhood and I used to go to the crack house. I know this neighborhood. And so now God has allowed us to have a revival center and we have saved every dime, even from our businesses. I mean, I even have plexus. I do plexus and I'm like every cent we are putting towards this. People think that we have all this crazy money because they go, Oh, it's $20 for the core group. And, and they've got all these people. I sponsor almost 12,000 people. They don't pay a dime. I can't tell anybody. No, I just let everybody in. And so we don't have what everybody thinks we have. We literally have a home that we moved in, that we had before this one, we let our our admin live there. We gave her all the furniture. We're selling that home so that we can have money for this church. And so they are asking us, we we got someone to actually do some lending for us because we don't have the money for it. And um, they told us they won't take seller finance. And they said, you have to come up with 1.7 million and we will allow you to go into contract for this church. And we believe that it is going to happen every shirt that i do every cent every dime every single thing even in our personal lives everything goes into this i'm not kidding we're not buying any other thing i don't i'm not i cancel my birthday trip everything we are we're not spending any money no christmas gifts for steven and i We're giving to cameron we are literally we need to get this building and i believe that god is going to do it i've never ask the core group for anything really additional in all the five years that I've been teaching them. I've never taught them on tithing, offering. I've never taught any of that. I'm not the cash app girl. I just put my cash app in every one of my videos. You will be hard pressed to even find it. You'll you'll be like, where is your giving information? I just don't have it out there. But I'm asking, the Lord told me, you have not because you ask not. Mm. And So I'm like, you know what? I don't care what they say about me. I don't care what they think I have. I got to just be honest and tell the people we don't have it and we need the help to get it and we will be good stewards of it and we will give this back. This is not our building. This is a building for the core group. We're going to have a medical center in there. We want to help mothers. We want to have schooling in there, homeschool hubs. We want to feed the homeless. The ideas are endless. We want to do farming, hydro farming up the sides of the wall so you can literally go to the back of the church and literally see all of this vegetation so we can give it to the community. Are you hearing me, somebody? We want to do so much. And we don't want to take people from their churches. We're not a Sunday morning service. We're a revival center. Friday night, Saturday night, come and get healed, delivered, set free, equipped, trained, and then go back and be in your church and serve your pastor and the community well. So that is what we need. Thank and you for and Steven me share. and
0: Jenny, they go all in on this guys. Like she said, they're taking their personal finances, all the money that she's worked for. This is her businesses. This is not like, oh I have to give this to ministry. This is my ministry money. No, these are this is her businesses she has. She's working, she's worthy of her labor. And so they're all they're putting it all in. They're going all in for this for the glory of God. She she gets no benefit out of having a church building like this. It's all for souls, it's all for God's kingdom. It's mm-hmm. all eternal. So I highly commend her. Now guys, let me be clear on something. We have this podcast in this show, don't send a huge amount of money to this show and to this podcast if it's going for the building, okay? I just want to be clear on that. If you're giving to the building, wow. Jenny, Thank where do they it. give to the building? Because I want to make sure, you know, I might see a $100,000 donation and go, I don't know if that's, no, I'm just kidding, for the building or not. But if, if somebody's Christmas, out there, Isaiah. yeah, yeah. If somebody's out there, they have 100,000, a million, whatever it is, we know you need a lot of uh, finances to get this, that's the reality. Where do they give this large donation to? Where could they go to, to partner with you on that?
1: I will pin that li- that post and the link to my page, Jenny Weaver, um, my personal page, Jenny Weaver's page. And then I put in like a text to give link on my Instagram as well. Okay. I took it off of my main page because there's just people that don't know me and they started acting weird in my comments because they just don't know. And I was like, I'm just not dealing with it. This is yeah. what I deal with, like just even trying to put out there. So I deleted it. But I may put that back up. But it is on my my Jenny Weaver page. We have is text on Facebook. To give, yeah, on Facebook. Okay, on okay. Facebook. so
0: Facebook Ooh, is the way to go to find partners. the link.
1: Yep, Sorry. and we have a partner link. So our partner's link. Um, I have 20 e courses, and one of them is my most popular e course. It's my T shirt course, where I literally trained you how to do what we do and do it well. And I gave all of those e-courses for anybody that partners. All 20 e-courses in there. Um, anybody that wants to partner, you get special seating when you come to our events. We have a call with you. We have um a newsletter. So we're trying to we're trying to give back to people if they would just help us with this. And after this, we're not gonna be asking, asking, asking for stuff. I'm just gonna I mean, go back it's, to my it's,
0: it's, Yeah, it's we need God to do a miracle. Again, some of you were throwing this out there because some of you out there you know you have that that million dollar crypto money chilling in the bank you're saying where should I invest this and this is good ground to invest in is so new. so make sure you get a hold of Jenny if you have that big donation or that donation again make sure you get a hold of Jenny <laughs> don't put it on you know my PayPal my page here because this is a separate ministry from what she's doing we want to make sure it stays clear and it's not getting all mixed up here um so yeah Jenny has a page there Jenny is there anything else any closing thoughts you have? I'll stay on a little bit and talk to them about what I'm doing in the beginning of the year. Um, is there anything else, though, that you wanted to announce or talk about? Or is this the end of the year here? What what are you guys doing? Start of the year, core group, anything you wanted to mention?
1: Yeah, well, in the core group, we are starting, because of the fasting, and we've had so many men, we've, um, we're have we going to be launching a something called a Big Brother program. And the Big Brother program is a, a program for men so that they can have support and accountability with the big brother. And so we have vetted our team that we know these men of God. We've got pastors and leaders that are in the core men. And so we have like, uh, I think, maybe 20 guys, and we can assign one to five people to them. And it's just a beautiful program where you have someone that will pray with you. They have Bible readings and all of that good stuff. So we're launching that. And then also, ladies, if you were on here and you want to join our fast, you just joined the core wives group. I've got all the information on there. On Facebook? It's on Facebook. Okay. Yep. It's on Facebook. Join the core wives group. It's a private group. Um, and we're going to do another fast in January. After that last one, the Lord said our next series of fasting will be, this one's called fast for him. The next one is fast for them. And that is for children and women who cannot have children. We're going to be praying and seeking God to do miraculous things in the area of mothers' lives and women that want to be mothers. And so please join us. It's free. uh, It's a core wives group. That's what we call it. So once you come in, whether you're in the core group or not, we're still going to call you a core wife. And we're going to contend together. And it's just beautiful.
0: That's awesome. Jenny, thank you so much for spending two hours with us. Thank you for your time. I love you and your husband tremendously. You know, we're a kingdom family and I'm praying that that 1.7 comes in and that God just has his way. But thank you again for being on the last episode of the year. It's an honor to have you on and we're definitely going to collab in 2024. No doubt about it. I look forward to preaching at the new building and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yes. Thank you, Isaiah. Love you so much. God bless you. Bye everybody.
0: What an amazing show, guys. Wow, that listen, that was spirit-filled. I'm changing the title on the video because the Holy Spirit took over. We didn't even talk about discerning spirits, but who cares because the Holy Spirit is moving. So, again, guys, I want to sow into her personally, not just the building project. You guys can give the links on screen. And I also want to announce, starting in 2024, with our monthly partners, we are going to be doing weekly prayer meetings Friday afternoon.